Pastor Sandra tells it as it is. Stop over with me, part one. So I'm going to jump into the teaching as I promised you I would do in my introduction to this series of teachings last week. So my text is taken from Luke 24 and my read is from verse 13 to 32. And I read, and behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near. And when with them, but their eyes were holden that they should not know him. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said to them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. He expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Jesus fulfilled all the prophecies that were written of him in the scriptures. Luke chapter 4, 16 to 24 tells us that, that he goes in the temple and he read it from the scroll in Isaiah Isaiah's prophecy. So the Bible let, lets us to know Jesus expounded the scriptures on the things concerning himself. So I'm going to just minister that aspect today in part one um, and then come back with the rest. So he said, Jesus said, the Bible said he, Jesus expounded the scriptures on the things concerning himself, beginning from Moses. Why did Jesus start from Moses? In Exodus chapter 3, the Bible lets us to know that Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called him from within the bush, Moses, do not come any closer, God said. I am the father, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. 
and I am concerned about their suffering. So I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hevites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has, has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. So what has this scripture got to do with Jesus, child of God? And why did Jesus start with Moses? Um, Jesus started with Moses because Moses is a picture of God. God hates evil. God hates wickedness. God hates cruelty in every dimension to one another, cruelty to animals, cruelty to the environment, cruelty in the way we treat each other. God hates injustice. God hates unfairness. Papa God hates inequality. God hates oppression and bondage. God wanted his, wanted his children to be in the space he had provided for them as their heritage to bring them up out of the land of bondage and unfairness into a good and spacious land. That is our heritage. That is what God has provided for us. He calls it a land flowing with milk and honey. So people say otherwise, if God was this, if God was that, why did he allow this to happen? Why did he allow this to happen? You hear it from the Bible. He said, he, he, God's children, he, God wanted his children to be in the space he had provided for them and to bring them up out of that land of bondage and unfairness into a good and spacious land, a land of a land flowing with milk and honey. Pharaoh is a picture of the devil. Pharaoh is this, the spirit of Pharaoh is, um, is the spirit that represents evil. And that is what is causing the atrocities. You know, the spirit of evil, the spirit of the devil that is rampant as we speak. Pharaoh is, a, is this picture of the devil and the spirit of Pharaoh is still rampant as we speak, child of God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. So I want you to look closely at the word of God. I have indeed seen this misery of my people. Who is causing the misery of, of God's people? Same spirit. The same spirit. The whole world is in misery. Unhappiness, sadness, desolation, gloom and doom. Everyone is going through something or suffering something in one way or the other. Egypt is not defined by place, child of God. Egypt is a spirit. Child of God, Egypt is a spirit. Egypt is everywhere. Egypt is all over the globe. Hear this, child of God. God told Moses, I have heard their crying out because of their slave drivers. What is your slave driver? Slave driver are the things 
that are suppressing and oppressing you and squeezing the very breath out of you. Slave driver are the things that are keeping you down. God told Moses, I've heard they're crying out because of their slave drivers. What is your, what is your crying out? What are your slave drivers? There could be sickness and disease. Could be oppression, depression, poverty. Something has been taken away from you. What, it, what are your slave drivers? Injustice. Social unrest. Unfair treatment. Loss of, of a loved one. Unhappiness. Sadness. Desolation. Doom. Gloom. Abuse. Papa God said, I'm concerned about your suffering, children of God. The spirit of Pharaoh is still widespread. The only thing Pharaoh has changed is his costume. The costume he's wearing now is called discrimination. The costume he's wearing is called hate and prejudice. The costume he's wearing is called selfishness. The costume he's wearing is called disobedience and intolerance and partiality. The costume he's wearing is called spiritual host of wickedness in high places. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And I am come. I am concerned about their suffering. Papa God said, I've seen your cries, children of God. I've seen your hurt. I've seen the pain you're going through, children of God. I've seen the way the poor is treated. I've seen the way the elderly is treated. I've seen the way people of color and their children are treated. I've seen the evil seeds of evil, the seeds of evil that are sown against my children because they're different. Because they look different. Moses was God's first mouthpiece to bring back the Israelites into relationship with God. And this is the, the top the, the reason for this teaching is because God wants to bring back relationship with his children. This is what Jesus was expounding, starting from Moses. He started it from Moses. He started it from bondage, from the bondage, from where children of God were at. He said, and I can hear him saying it to the two guys on Emmaus. He said, Isaiah prophesied my coming. But why are you surprised? Isaiah prophesied my coming. Isaiah prophesied my, 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 um, my coming as a savior. Didn't you read the Torah? Isaiah had prophesied. The, so Jesus began to expound the scriptures to them. He's, Isaiah had prophesied um, the coming of Jesus 700 years before the birth of Jesus. I'm sure this was how Jesus was expounding the scripture to the guys. Numbers 24, 17, he said, A star will come out of jo Joseph. A shoot will come out of, of the stem of, of Jesse, Isaiah 11, 1 to 4. He said, a king will rise up out of the king, out of King David, Jeremiah 23, verses, verse 20, 23, verse 6. 
a king who will reign wisely. 2 Samuel 7 to 13. A king who will reign wisely out of Bethlehem will come one who will be ruler of Israel. Micah 5 verses 2. He will be born virgin. His name will be called Emmanuel. God be with us. Isaiah 7 verses 14 and Jeremiah 31 verses 15. The prophecy of the coming of the Savior who would save man from their sins. I said, why are you getting excited? It is there. But I like the way Prophet Isaiah showcased the coming of Jesus. Prophet Isaiah said, children of God in Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7. He said, for unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful. His name is the Counselor. His name the Mighty God. Then his name the Everlasting Father. His name the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even for ever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. This is how Papa God said we should be judged. Yes, this is how Papa God said we should be judged, that the Savior should judge, judge us. He said he should judge us in Isaiah chapter 11, and I'm going to stop there after that for now until next week. He said this is how we should be judged. Isaiah 11 verses 4 and 5. He said we should be judged with righteousness. Shall he judge the poor? Poor is not lacking of money alone. Poor is lacking, being, being um, poor in every dimension. Financially, spiritually, physically, socially, scientifically, biologically, all the alleys. He said we should be judged with righteousness and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked the wicked the wicked is the only one that the bible said we should go ahead in collision on it's the wicked the the the, the, the for example this pandemic this evil sickness that we cannot see this is the one we should be going after, yeah? In prayers and in fasting, vigorously taking authority over this sickness, this coronavirus. We should be going head on against it because it's taking out our people. And verse 5, the Bible said, And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. This is how, this is our Savior. This is his mandate. This is how the Bible said we should be treated by him. Not tyranny, not slavery, not bondage, not oppression, not depression. If these are happening, children of God, it is not of God. So I'm going to pray. Holy Father, Thank you again for this wonderful privilege to impart your precious word to your children. 
As our faces differ, so our needs differ. But we thank you, Papa God, that you have the diagnosis for every need. You have the prescription for every situation. You have the medication for every circumstances. Some of us are in need of courage, grant courage in every capacity that courage is needed to that one, Papa God. Some of us are in need of strength. You said you give it more strength when the labor gets greater. We pray that you will grant strength to that child of God who needs strength. Cause them to mount up with wings like eagle, to run and never get weary, to walk and not faint. Some of us are in need of healing. Grant healing to, to, to this need, Papa God. The Bible said you absorbed our sickness and diseases in your body. You paid the price. You, you made you, yourself atonement for us. So we curse every sickness on the authority of the word and every disease and every coronavirus at the root in the name of Jesus. Some of your children are in need of breakthrough. Grant them breakthrough, especially those who are afflicted by COVID and furlong. Oh God, help them and help the businesses. Don't allow them to lose what they have spent years building, Papa God. Bring help to the children, the children who are in war-torn countries, facing winter without food, no shelter, no winter clothing, no financial, emotional, psychological, biological provision. Oh God, don't let the children and family perish when they cross over, when I see on the news a crossing over and, 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 and the boat or, or whatever they're riding in perish. Oh God, have mercy, Father God. Have mercy, Father God. Father, we pray for your peace. Send your peace around the world. Let them know. Children of God know that the only peace that they can have ever have is when they accept Jesus Christ, our Savior, as their Lord and Savior. And this is what this teaching is all about, to bring them to the end of themselves, to know that there is no one that can do it for them but Jesus. Father Jesus, I pray that as they listen to this, they will accept you. They'll reach out and touch you. And you will never, ever disappoint them. God, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. And I will come back with part three when we meet again. Pastor Sandra, checking out. God bless you.